scientists have been saying, and the roar is louder than ever, that um, there's documentation that wireless radiation can cause harm, and we need to have protections. And of course, protections require policy change. So I um, started out uh, about almost a decade ago now as a social worker, and I was at an in-house therapy uh, program I directed in-house in the schools. When I heard that wireless could be harmful, I was very skeptical. I loved my phone. And I realized that I had certain assumptions at that time. Um, uh, but I decided to look into it because I had two young children. I assumed that they safety tested devices before they came on the market. Except I found, as was discussed, the EPA was defunded and in fact there was no pre-market testing. I assumed that there is constant research going on to, on this issue to ensure no harm, only to find out that really there are only a few studies, one which Dr. Melnick discussed and um, Dr. Herbert talked about, the NIH study, the, the $30 million NTP study, which found clear evidence and that took uh, years to finally see the results of. I also assumed that there are scientists with electromagnetic radiation expertise tasked to systematically review the science to ensure safety because, of course, you wouldn't put it out there if you didn't know. Um, and, and the answer is no. In fact, there was an interagency work group which I spent hours on the phone trying to track people down and finally ended up with a retired person in the EPA who basically told me to reduce radiation to my children. The, um, interagency radio frequency group is all but defunct and that it barely meets, has no agenda, no notes, and they have no power. Um, and I don't even know what's going on with them. I'd, I'd like to know more about what they talk about a few times a year. Also, I assume that low levels would have no effect and can't harm us. And uh, as many studies have shown, low levels, even at very low levels, low levels can have an effect far level than what our FCC protect us from. Environmental Health Trust is a, a virtual scientific think tank. Um, our scientists and scientific advisors both public res publish research and also educate policymakers and create educational information for the public on the issue of wireless and electromagnetic health. So I, I was shocked. I mean, I, you can't see it, right? But this is imaging um, done by some of our advisors from uh, Brazil, engineers which show the radiation off the antenna of a laptop on the lap. The first image and yellow is the highest intensity, and then it goes from yellow to orange to red to purple, showing the field coming off the antenna, and then this next image is penetration into the tissues of the body. It's been a long road for me because I started out as a concerned parent and started working on this issue for many years at a time when I spoke to my school about this, and they were like, what? And here we have, this is from 2014, this is in St. Augustine School in Italy, where the counselor is removing the Wi-Fi router. This is after the, the parent group uh, petitioned to have that done. And the parents are looking on, this is a ceremony, <laughs> sort of a celebratory ceremony as they, they do this. And in fact, there are many regions in Italy, as an example, where the mayor or the local government um, has called for the removal or they have removed the Wi-Fi. In 2017, the Minister of the Environment uh, ordered electromagnetic reductions and one of the, one of the pieces of that was cabled uh, internet in school as the safest way to get the internet. 
worldwide, many countries have been taking action on this issue. And I'm not going to talk about cell phones. There is a lot going on with cell phones. I'm talking about Wi-Fi today. So not only are private schools worldwide um, starting to look into this and many reduce, removing or reducing the Wi-Fi radiation exposure, I can tell you that I was at my husband is a musician, and ever since he volunteered to do music at my daughter's nursery school 10 years ago, he continues to do it every year. So every year he goes back and plays music. And a teacher came up and tapped me on the shoulder in the middle of the auction and said, hey, I was thinking about you because we removed the Wi-Fi <laughs> at the school. <laughs> and I was like, wow, so here we are. Um, we have on our website a list of schools. We have a running list of schools that are removing the wireless. Belgium, uh, France, Israel, Cyprus, and French Polynesia banned in nursery school. Uh, France has a new law since 2015 where it's turned off in the schools as the normal setting, only turned on when needed by teachers who are not using the, the wired access, and many teachers are aware and utilizing that. Um, in Cyprus, they have uh, the health minister has called for the removal of, of wireless in the uh, elementary schools. Um, there were reductions in Israel. You can go on our website under international policy and learn more about this. This is a still from French Polynesia's educational campaign. They have this one-minute video which shows you the electromagnetic radiation in your home and your community. And here is a still from the living room. You can see the phone, the router, and in fact, the gaming, uh, the gaming console, which I find when I go to people's homes is a really large contributor to a child's exposure, especially when I walked into a friend who had all these consoles in her teenage son's bedroom. They are radiating all the time when they're powered on, even when you're not using them. This is uh, still from a video from the Cyprus uh, Children and Environmental Health Protection uh, Committee. They have three public service announcements, which are, everyone must watch them. Please click on Cyprus on our website and watch these amazing videos. We translated them, and I'm half Greek, so my mom actually helped with the first one, which is how I learned about them. Haifa, Israel, this is an image from a news article when the mayor of Haifa ordered the Wi-Fi out of the school. He is quoted as saying, if there is doubt, there is no doubt. We must take extra precaution. And I was honored to be at a conference um, at Hebrew University in Israel, also with Dr. Melnick, where Ruben Kerman, the Haifa head of IT, actually presented how they um, got everything wired, put in these wired installations, and showed the, over here are from his, uh, from his PowerPoints, how do, you, how do you set up a room so that the kids can be learning and also have wired access and, of course, not trip on the wires? And he talked about how they developed in-house capacity to really make that work. The Council of Europe in 2011, um, in their resolution 1815 talked about reducing exposure to the public and one of the points of that resolution is the recommendation to give preference to wired internet connections and strictly regulate the use of mobile phones by school children on school premises. There's a lot in that resolution that's also online on our website. 
Um, the Maryland State Environmental Health and Protection Advisory Council uh, is a body of the state of Maryland, where I'm from, and they issued a report. These are the first recommendations from a body of the state in the United States on reducing radiofrequency radiation in the classroom. And I'm just going to highlight a few points that I think are really important from the recommendations. There are a 19-member panel, about half are representatives from Department of Health, Department of Education, um, and there are appointees and representatives from the House and the Senate as well. So they recommend limiting exposures as much as feasibly practical and to consider using wired devices in the classrooms. And I thought this was really important because there's a lot of renovating happening in our state. If new classrooms are to be built, network cables can be added at the same time, providing network access. This is simple. This is easy. It should happen today, as should, I believe, putting in wired internet rather than wireless. But this, moving forward, is something that where is the cost? In fact, it's, it's going to be cheaper. Once you get those LERs running wires and setting up your designing your school. So you can learn more about that online. The um, United Educators of San Francisco, I was honored to um, do a webinar with Dr. Cindy Russell of Physicians for Safe Technology, another important resource on radio frequency and electromagnetic fields. And they actually, the webinar is online on our website, and, and we have it on YouTube as well. We've been doing replays with Q&As for a couple months now. I think we've done like three or four of them. They issued a resolution, as have several PTAs um, and teacher unions, on uh, enhancing technology safety. And they did this after California, the the, the Department of Health of California issued recommendations on how to reduce exposure to your cell phone. They explained how when you were exposed to a lot of radiation and how you could reduce exposure. What they're recommending now is that these recommendations on how to reduce exposure to your cell phone are posted in the schools, that teachers are educated, that parents are educated. There are many other PTAs and teacher unions, as I talked about, and you can go online to, we have a teacher union page, and everything is hyperlinked, so you can click on it. Um, the United Federation of Teachers, the New York State Teacher Union, which also has a webinar with Dr. Magda Havas with Grassroots Environmental, and we have in this room Patty and Doug Wood, who um, facilitated that webinar. In these many reports and documentations from from teachers and workers in the school who've really looked into this. They talk about reducing exposure to pregnant women, informing staff, labeling Wi-Fi routers, having on and off switches, or using Ethernet, which is safe and doesn't have this radiation connected to it, and having Wi-Fi uh, free zones. And I thought this was just, I just wanted to quote this uh, letter from a PTA. This is near my town. It's from the Hillsmere Elementary School. And this was a letter because there it was a cell tower going up near the school. They said, we could go on citing studies and appeals from scientists. But the bottom line is, there is evidence that exposure to current wireless radiation causes harm. And there are too many unknowns about the full impact of wireless technology. And I think a lot of people 
come at various places, but a lot of parents sort of end up here. Uh, we have here the New Jersey Education Association, which did an article uh, which is online, as well as a two-page PDF on how to reduce exposure to and minimize your risk from wireless devices. And I'm pointing out two things that are important on their uh, recommendations, hardwiring devices that connect to the Internet and hardwiring all fixed uh, devices such as printers, projectors, boards. I was at uh, my daughter's basketball game and realized that even the scorecard was being wirelessly connecting and there was this huge router and it was sitting right in front of the person who was doing it. And I thought, they don't know. You're not supposed to be that close to it. No one was saying, hey, keep a distance. I mean, it likely says that there needs to be a 20 uh, centimeter distance, which is about eight inches, in order to maintain FCC limits because they're only tested whoops, with that distance. And nobody knew, and people are running around and crowding and talking, and people need to know. And we should be, we can easily be using wired for that particular need, the way, certainly the way that room was set up. The BabySafe project is an invaluable research and educational campaign, a joint initiative with grassroots environmental education. That's baby, oh, it went over, but it's babysafeproject.org. They have recommendations for, on how pregnant women can reduce exposure. There is an appeal that has been uh, signed on to by, I think, over 240 or uh, 270 now doctors, educators, public health experts on urging women to reduce exposure. And if you watch the press conference online, you can see Dr. Hugh Taylor, who's chief of obstetrics at Yale, talking about the research that his lab did where they exposed pregnant mice to cell phone radiation and then tested the offspring and found increased hyperactivity and um, memory, more memory issues in the, the babies when they got a little bit grown up and got tested. And there's recent research, I don't have a slide on this, but um, showing, it's replicated research showing damage to teenagers' memory after one year of heavy use of cell phone to the head. So what will it mean for a lifetime of exposure? What will it mean for all of these hours and hours a day in schools where there's wireless and also um, cell towers near schools. And I put this up because it was covered in Newsweek and everywhere. Uh, we've been keep compiling all the news stories happening with this, but this is in Repon, California, where this is the headline from Newsweek, parents concerned his fourth child diagnosed with cancer while attending a school with a cell tower on campus. Um, there are actually a couple staff members as well who developed cancer. And recently, and parents have been advocating on this for years, actually, at this particular school. But um, recently, when there was another student diagnosed, they have been educating, and more and more is happening there. There were um, two, two walkouts with hundreds of students refusing to go to school. And we just heard, I think, two days ago that the school district asked the company, can you please remove the tower, even though they were under contract? And I heard that now Sprint is saying that they are going to move the cell tower. And there's important research not discussed tonight, but you can go online to read about this radiation promoting tumors. 
out of Jacobs University at very, very low levels. So when you mix carcinogens with electromagnetic radiation having um, tumor promotion effect, all of these uh, medical organizations are recommending reducing exposure. The American Academy of Pediatrics has recommendations on how to reduce exposure. If you plan to watch a movie, download it first, then switch to airplane mode in order to avoid unnecessary radiation exposure. There are so many ways that we are unnecessarily exposed to this that we can decrease. Um, and you can go online again to learn more about that. The Collaborative for High Performance Schools has criteria. We know what to do. We just need the political will to do it. And this is our website, um, ehtrust.org. Um, so please learn more at Environmental Health Trust. And I thank you so much.